0: Hi everybody, welcome back to my podcast. Um, I took some time off to enjoy life a little bit and to, uh, and to kind of get refreshed. Um, I want to talk a little bit about evangelism and hearing the voice of God and, and going in that direction. And I want to be able to do that. I'm going to do it for a short time um, and then we'll go from there. Isaiah, the sixth chapter is where I want to go. In the year that King Uzziah died, King Uzziah was, was a major king, but his problem was he had leprosy. Basically, King Uzziah, during the last years of his life, was nothing but a dead man. He was leprous. He died in his sin. And that just tells me that God, um, if you die in your sin, you're going to be judged. We have the mercy seat and we have the judgment seat. And the only difference between those two is the blood of Jesus. The judgment seat of Christ has no mercy in it. There's no blood. But the mercy seat of Christ is where we sit. If we have given our lives to Jesus, that's where we sit. And the blood of Jesus, as it says in 1 John, cleanses us from all sin. We're not guilty anymore. So King Uzziah dies, and the Bible says he clearly saw the Lord. Isaiah says he clearly saw the Lord. In other words, there was no more filters, no more photoshops. It was very clear this is God. And the, and the train the, the robe of his the, the he was had this glorious robe, he's sitting on the throne and the robe filled the temple. The glory of God filled the temple. Do you remember when when Princess Diana was being was marrying Prince Charles? Princess Diana had this robe that kept coming in. She had this, her dress just kept coming in. As she was walking down, it, just was, it was just this long train and it just kept coming into the, into the building. And that's much like the presence of God. Isaiah clearly saw the Lord. And in that process, he also saw these fiery angels, these seraphim, that were, that were flying around, each of them with six wings. With two, they covered their eyes. With two, they covered their feet. And with two, they flew. And I believe those are the same angels that you'll find in Revelation chapter 4. And they were flying around, and they were calling out to each other, Holy, 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 the Lord God Almighty. You know, the whole earth is filled with His glory. They were calling out. So it's like one was standing on the one side of the room, the other one was standing on the other side, and they were calling out to each other. Holy! The other one would say, Holy! The other one would say, Holy is the Lord God Almighty. I say this because I want you to hear the Word of God in this whole thing. And as Isaiah is looking upon this great sight, and I'm... And and here's the thing I want to add before I go further, is that the angels covered their eyes in reverence. I believe that, that the church in general has become too familiar with a God they don't even know. We've become too familiar with him. And we have to come back to this reverence of God. Yes, he is a good father. And yes, he is Abba. And yes, he loves you but he's also God. Don't ever forget that. He is God. He is powerful. He is almighty. He doesn't have a temper, but he is all-powerful, and he does whatever he wishes. We need to revere him. God is Jehovah Shama, or Jehovah Shama, the Lord who is present. I'm saying this to you because I want you to hear the voice of God in all of this. He is powerful. He is awesome. He is a father. He is a good father. He's not like a lot of earthly fathers that are abusive and standoffish and unloving. He is a God of love, and he is a good father. He is like the best father, okay? And he loves you, okay? And he's always looking out for your best. The Bible says... That uh, you know, well, not the Bible, but the word agape, which is used in the New Testament for love, means uh, means loving someone without expecting anything in return. He loves you regardless. That doesn't mean that you're you're going to heaven. It doesn't mean that you're accepted. Only if you come to the cross and 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 receive the blood of Jesus as your atonement, as your forgiveness, that's when you get to go to heaven. So here is this king, Uzziah. He dies, he dies a leper, and leprosy in the Old Testament is much like uh, cancer leprosy in the Bible is much like cancer it is today you're nothing but a dead man. I've mentioned that before you had you had naaman king of the uh, or the commander of the Syrian army, coming to be healed of this of this leprosy, and for all the accolades for all of the trophies for all of the um, pomp and circumstance that, that this King Uzziah and Naaman had, they were nothing but dead men. Cancer, what it'll do, as well as, um, uh, not just cancer, but yeah, cancer and leprosy, what they do is it decays your body. And the last thing to go on your body is your eyes. So you get to see this death that, and decay that you have become. And Isaiah all of a sudden gets this clear vision of God. And then he says, whoa, is me. I'm destroyed. I'm doomed. I'm a a man of tainted words. And I live with people that are exactly the same as me. He understands that without God, he is a sinful man. He also says later that all of our righteousness is like a filthy rag. And in this leprosy that the king had, Isaiah said, I'm no, I'm no better than that. And then the angel came and took this coal. It, was a, it became a white, white hot, and it, and it touched his lips. And I believe it had a lot to do with that same stone that was Revelation chapter 2. Uh, I think it's verse 17. It talks about the white stone that, that has our name written on it that only we and God know. And he touches his lips, and the angel says, your guilt is taken away and your sin is blotted out. It's forgiven. It is as though you didn't sin before. And that's what happens when you come to the blood of Jesus and when you ask forgiveness after you sin. You're not a sinner saved by grace. You, that has happened, but what you are is the righteousness of God in Christ. And the Bible says in, in 1 John chapter 2, verse 1, he says, I, I write these things so that you won't sin. But if you do, in other words, if, if that happens that you do, you do have a defense attorney in Jesus. His blood cleanses us. His blood is the propitiation for our sins. It's the item used to, to pay for our sins, our atonement. And Isaiah is standing with, the, with this angel and he is cleansed. And then his ears are open to the voice of God. If you want to hear God, walk guiltless. Walk sinless, if I can say that. Walk in in, in a lifestyle of forgiveness and, and ask God to forgive. If you sin, make very short accounts. Don't hold on to it. Admit it. And change the way you think about that sin. Isaiah did, and he heard the Lord speaking to himself. Now remember... A couple times God speaks to himself as here in Isaiah 6 but also in Genesis chapter 2. He, he, he when he's creating the heavens and the earth he's speaking it out. When he's creating man and and molding him he's looking at himself. Jesus the Holy Spirit and the Father are talking to each other and he says, "Let us make man in our image and likeness." And here he says, "Whom shall we send? Who will go?" And represent us, whom shall we send? And Isaiah responds, I love his response. Isaiah says, I will be the one, send me. Another translation says, Here I am, send me. In other words, he was saying, he was raising his hand emphatically, and he says, Here, God, send me. Remember, I am is the name of God. Here, God, send me. And then God gives him the message. So if you want to hear God's voice clearly, you need to have this same encounter that Isaiah had. You need to come before the throne, gaze upon him. See God for who he is. Well, that's all that we're going to do today. Um, Thank you for joining me and we'll see you again next time. We'll pick this up probably Revelation chapter 4 tomorrow.